Hello there and you're very welcome along to Barry Abbreviated. This is a podcast talking all things news, random topics and movies. I hope you're all keeping well. So it is 2021, uh, that absolute train wreck of year that was 2020 is over and thanks be to God we will never have to talk about it ever again. Now with the start of a new year and all that comes with it, uh, we all try to do a little, little bits and things in our lives to change it for the better. Just to try and start things fresh. So in the spirit of that, I thought I would look into something that we could all do that could kind of help us along. And what I decided to look into was our body clock and just kind of how the ins and outs, how that works. Uh, I got the idea for this from people generally complaining about their sleeping pattern and just stating how messed up their sleeping pattern is. And I thought it's kind of funny how it's called a pattern. So that whole aspect, aspect it, it drew me in. And also the fact that even when someone states uh, that their sleeping pattern is messed up, you're almost guaranteed that someone will outdo them by saying, yeah, I even got even less sleep. So why it's always a competition, I don't know, but it just is. So to get into things, in a more scientific term for your body clock or your biological clock, it is your circadian rhythm. So if you want to sound fancy and well-educated, by all means, call it your circadian rhythm. But for today, for but for today, uh, I'm just going to call, I'm just going to refer to it as um your body clock because that's just way easier to pronounce. I don't know if this is common knowledge, and I've just completely missed this. But I also found out that your body actually works in this kind of twenty four hour cycle. So we'll also be talking a bit about that. So, discovering that the body has this built-in 24-hour timekeeping system, which kind of helps things run, is no new discovery as way back in 1962, a man by the name of Michael Seif decided to put that to the test to see if our body can keep up this 24-hour rhythm without actually seeing natural sunlight to keep it in check. But he then also added another level to this experiment as he then tested himself if um, his own perception of time changed from him not seeing darkness. And he did that by uh, trying to count up to two minutes in his head. So he did this kind of every day throughout the entirety of the experiment. And when uh, after the experiment was done, I think he spent like two months down in a cave, total darkness. And um, after this, uh, he recorded all his vitals and it turned out that the body was just totally able to keep in check despite not seeing sunlight. And however, there actually was a change to how he perceived time because by the end of the experiment, he was, it was taking him up to five minutes to actually just count two minutes in his head. So that kind of affected his brain, which is, I think it's pretty interesting. Anyway, the more you know. Uh, now, your body clock has a number of things it controls, such as your sleep cycle, when you get hungry, and even all down to your body's humidity. So to try and understand your own body clock, you can find the best way to work with your body is to get it helps with getting your best results. And you can do that in a number of ways, such as deciding uh, the best times to like eat or exercise. As um, your body is more tuned in or kind of up for things at certain times in the day. And that's kind of works for things like um, if you're breaking down stuff like say for food or even you're trying to like lose weight. Just take for example, uh, you go on a diet or um, uh, you, you want to lose weight, uh, sometimes it might just be actually be down to what you're, well, when you're eating. It's um, just when your body is like doing its thing every day, it just how it kind of absorbs things. So at certain times in the day, it might be able to absorb nutrients instead of just turning it into fat. 
and um, please take that statement with a pinch of salt uh, because if you have a pizza at 2pm instead of 2am that doesn't mean that that pizza is just going to burn off you still let the pizza that doesn't change the fact but that's how that works uh, now how your body clock is connected to your sleeping, pa sleeping pattern is all linked to a hormone called melatonin and what melatonin does it basically controls your wake sleep cycle and what affects the amount of melatonin in your body is down to things such as the amount of light you expose yourself to so during the day when you're up and about uh, your body makes less melatonin but as the day gets dark it starts to make less as you should be heading to bed but you know yourself that life isn't always that easy just get up in the morning and heading to bed at night because if you end up staying up late and say you're exposing yourself to artificial light your body still isn't making enough melatonin to give you that full night's rest and then when you do head out to bed hence disrupting your sleeping pattern uh, this can also be the case for people that work in jobs that have like long shifts so say if you're a nurse and you're on the night shift so that just obviously works against how your body is supposed to function so it's just harder to sleep and another thing that i found out is that a big disruptor to your body clock is jet lag so as I mentioned earlier, your body works in this 24 hour cycle. So if you get on a plane and you go to a place where the time is different, that just completely throws your body out of sync. And then your body is left playing this job of trying to catch up and adapt. Hence, that's how you experience jet lag. But uh, luckily, yeah, you would slowly recover from this. And it, on average, it kind of takes your day, it kind of takes your body a day for each hour to catch up. So say if you went somewhere with like a three hour difference in time, it would take the guts of three days until kind of everything is back to normal. Now, there is a few ways that these problems can be solved. There is a such thing as melatonin tablets um, that they can help bring about balance by just supplementing what you're missing out. However, it is advised to seek medical experts to prescribe you like a balanced dosage. And I also found out that just a simple way of helping it would be altering your sleeping environment to be as quiet and as dark as possible. So um, some of you may disagree with this, what I'm saying and think like, Barry, this is great and all, but I'm just a night owl by nature. But don't worry, I haven't forgotten about you either. And I do have a bit of help at hand here. So one of the things that they have advised was to kind of stick to the schedule if that works for you, if you are a night owl. So what I mean by that is if your body clock is a bit irregular, at least then try to sustain the irregularity so your body gets time to adapt with it and try to make it work. I think consistency is just kind of the key there. But if you can find yourself in the position and you would like to change things, you can always invest something called a light alarm clock. And this kind of a alarm clock basically with the light yeah very self-explanatory but it kind of brightens up more as the time gets closer you to wake up so it's kind of replicating a sun maybe coming in your window so like to kind of help like kind of naturally but in the past that has proved to be one of the most effective ways of waking you up and i well i don't know if it's a fun fact but um, i know darren garry who um works on the radio show on 2fm in the mornings that is what she uses to get up for work when she has to get up at 4 a.m so if it works for her, it might work for you. Um, also, uh, that's all I have on that there. But um, maybe to spice things up a bit, I have a bit of news. Uh, I'm aware the segments does get abandoned from time to time. So hopefully this help fills in the void. 
Uh, now, hopefully, you are all aware of Waterford Whispers, and for those who aren't, don't worry. It's um, it's basically it's just a website dedicated to making fun of news stories and just kind of made up headlines. And this um, past week, they caused waves on RT when they had a segment on the New Year's Eve show where they basically made sketches to relating what happened throughout the year in that. So the fuss surrounding them was a sketch they made saying that God had now been caught up in a sexual harassment scandal that has been going on in the church. Um, they basically called out saying that God had forced himself onto a young Middle Eastern migrant and, and allegedly pregnant her against her will. And that he will serve two years in jail with at least 24 months extended. In case anyone doesn't know what they're talking about there, it's like the immaculate conception of the baby Jesus and how well that came to me. So, yeah, uh, as you can imagine, making a sketch on sexual harassment didn't wash too well. Never mind even evolving God into the equation. It caused quite a stir in the Catholic Church as the Archbishop Eamon Martin did come out and describe this sketch as blasphemous and wanted to be removed immediately from the RTE player. And uh, people have had enough issues like with paying their TV license from RTE and here they go basically giving people reasons to dislike it because... That was never, when was that ever going to work? It's just like, it was like seriously bad taste. I can't believe whoever greenlit this. I know um, the presenter who they did have on at the time presenting the show, he's like retired from RT News, but he has come out and said sorry about it, rightly so. But um, yeah, oh, I think they just need to be a bit more self-aware. I can't, I, I genuinely can't believe that they went ahead of that. There is a YouTube clip of it up I think it's just 20 seconds long and it is someone just recording it on their phone so I think obviously it is trying to be scrubbed from the internet but um before things uh, finish up for this week uh like say to you gotta prepare yourself for next because it's going to be a recap of 2020 with a mix of news and pop culture and but not only is that is happening I'll also be joined by my very first kind of guest through the internet and a bit of a celebrity if I might say so um, I actually recorded it just a few hours ago. It was her first time being on a podcast, so she was very nervous, as was I trying to do it online. But we had a great laugh anyway, and um, hopefully you do too. So that will be all revealed next week. So there's that to look forward to. And that's all I got for you this week. But if there's anything else you feel I should be talking about, and you can send in any questions and suggestions, I'd actually, I might put up something on Instagram now just to kind of refresh stuff. It is a new year and I'm open to ideas all the time, but I know sometimes if you just plant it in front of his face, you're more likely to get a response. So yeah, um, as always, questions and suggestions on Instagram at barryabreviate or if email is more your thing, you can always do that at barryabreviate at gmail.com. Uh, I'd like to thank Rob for always putting this up. And also thank you for listening along at home. Uh, here's to 2021. I've been Barry and this has been Barry Abreviated. Till next time, uh, stay safe out there and I hope you all have a good one.